This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about the celebration of modern agriculture March 21st and 22nd on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. at agday.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Fertilizer availability could be facing another setback. The Canadian Pacific Railway is negotiating with its workers' union to secure a new employment contract, but those efforts have not been successful. Both the union and the company say they are cognizant of the potential impacts of a work stoppage, which could be especially concerning for an American ag industry already concerned about the price and availability of key fertilizers heading into the upcoming growing season. The National Grain and Feed Association says 10 to 15 percent of CP's business is fertilizer. Nutrien, which produces potash in Canada that is shipped to the U.S., says it is disappointed in the labor dispute and says a rail disruption would have immediate and significant global consequences. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, efforts to allow chlorpyrifos to be used while a legal challenge takes place suffered a setback today. The U.S. Court of Appeals in Kansas City has turned down requests to stay the withdrawal of tolerances of food crops. Several grower groups are currently challenging an Environmental Protection Agency decision to revoke the tolerances. Steve Davies has more on agripulse.com. Pending shipping legislation still has life on Capitol Hill. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. A South Dakota Republican says the House and Senate should be able to come to a consensus on the Ocean Shipping Reform Act. The legislation is aimed at ending port bottlenecks for ag exports and prevent ocean carriers from using unfair practices. The House version of OSRA specifically prohibits ocean carriers from refusing to carry ag exports and return to competing countries empty. The Senate version instructs the Federal Maritime Commission to make new rules on the issue a year after the legislation becomes law. Speaking at a roundtable discussion, Congressman Dusty Johnson says regardless of the differences in the House and Senate shipping bills, they will get something passed soon. We do not want to turn this into a tribal Senate versus House battle. The reality is we are going to get something across the finish line. There is uh, you know, four corners commitment to getting that done. We're going to fight for our preferences, but we are going to get something done. Johnson emphasized the Ocean Shipping Reform Act would not only provide relief in the short term, but in the long term as well. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act has passed the House and awaits a vote in the Senate. The Senate Commerce Committee is scheduled to vote on the legislation next week. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle. Finally today, hemp advocates are looking to the next farm bill for potential changes. Here's Amy Mayer with more. Hemp growers and their supporters are asking for more clarity around the crop. The 2018 Farm Bill made growing hemp legal but imposed some restrictions. Maine Democrat Shelley Pingree has introduced the Hemp Advancement Act in the House. She wants to raise the allowable level of THC in hemp and permit testing for it to happen in labs other than DEA ones. And she wants to remove the ban on hemp growing licenses for felons who've served their time. She says the federal government needs to change the lens through which it views hemp. It doesn't think about it as an agricultural product or all of the things that are possible to do with it. So I think we're trying to move it from you know, sort of being treated like a drug as opposed to an agricultural crop. The other major request Pingree and others have is for USDA to fully embrace hemp. Pennsylvania Secretary of Agriculture Russell Redding says tremendous interest in his state has diminished somewhat because growers don't see the supports for hemp that other crops get. Within the uh, economic development programs offered by the USDA uh, make hemp eligible. 
if you've got risk management programs for other crops, uh, we need to make sure that hemp is eligible in, in a meaningful way, uh, right, that you get protection of risk and mitigation of risk. He says specialty crop block grants, research funding, and grants and loans for processors all are ways USDA could boost hemp's success. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Join AEM and over two dozen agriculture and commodity groups and equipment manufacturers for a celebration of modern agriculture on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on March 21st and 22nd. Celebrate Ag Day by learning about the latest in agriculture technology and how we are helping farmers produce more with less. Visit agday.org for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.